0: And welcome to Brothers Grim Duck after a teeny tiny break because we've been busy Because it's Easter time and the feeling is fine We've been having a brief musical interlude before that we began the recording So it's music's on our mind Music is very much on the mind, but there's something else on the mind, Alan
1: Something deep and insidious which I don't know about But Alan has told me he's got it on his mind
0: Yes And Warhammer related things. And Warhammer related things. Okay, shoot. Oh god. As is. Um. The. Yeah, that was it. It was going to be all right. You know the uh, the great big new like keeper of secrets stuff. Yes. We have rules for them. Okay. We now know what they are. Also, by the way. (coughs) I am so sorry. By the way, the fuck was that? Pack it in. Pack it it. in. Um, we had an interview with the designers of the New Zealandish Models, or one of the people from the design studio, and they went through the process of things they did, and like a lot of their influences, and they, all the things they wanted to try and get into the models. you know how you said you are picking up a lot of um, hints of Eldari stuff in there? Yes. was I Very like- deliberate. They deliberately did this. They put as many they- subtle hints in there as they could. I said this you did people called me
1: crazy they said you're a bastard and you shouldn't have hit my dog with that car
0: you shouldn't but we have got it <laughs> but we got it that you did like i uh, i thought uh, it was just you know all because crime of... has just been revoked because i
1: was correct here yeah,
0: Like uh, that's not how all crime, crime
1: works it is it's a- aj what the? That guy from prison, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> He's back on the streets now because I got that prediction correct. I'm sorry, but it's happening.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I because I thought you know you were just looking a bit too much into it. And I thought that the the designs were naturally fairly similar just because of you know they're intrinsically linked. But no, you're fucking right. The the designers were damn well on point for this. See, fucking this amazing. is what gets me. And I think
1: this is a great point from GW. I don't know who it is. There's some shadowy designer for the new models that's working with Age of Sigmar and 40K. Um, actually, I, I know the 40K one. Uh, he did uh, Abaddon and Marnius, uh, fuck it, Rebootman.
0: robo Girly man
1: Not not such a huge fan of him. <laughs> Just going to leave that there. But <laughs> the Age of, of Sigmar guy, that very clearly is doing this new Sinesh stuff, He's like this shadowy demon man uh, who's extraordinarily talented, he's and ben. he's doing a great job. Like I don't, as we said before, we're not keen on Age of Sigma. If you like it, that's fine. Nobody's going to judge you. I don't hold it against you. You do. What I do. But the new models are so fucking sexy. Like, as, as a man that enjoys a good, firm model, these models are firm.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Speaking of firm, though, let's have a look at their rules. Because they make me. Anyway, um, (laughs) keep of secrets. They released some rules on the community site. As is, I have a more complete datasheet. If I quickly look elsewhere. Yeah, we have a more complete datasheet here. So, they move 14, which um, they did in the Demon Codex. Which is a fucking terrifying movement range, especially because you can make it like a seventeen-inch move with a Warlord trait. WS two plus BS two plus. The BS two plus is an increase. It used to be three plus. Now it's two plus. Strength six, toughness seven. They now have sixteen wounds, which is a bit of a step up. Um, That's dangerous sleep. Yep, four plus and vulnerable save. Six plus armor save. They have six attacks, and four attacks from their snapping claws at a maximum bracket. That does degrade. Now, basically, the snapping claws, they're bonus attacks they have after attacking with the sword. So they have six attacks with the sword. Do you want to know what the stats of the sword is?
1: Hi, I'm getting...
0: Well, it has strength six usually. The sword gives it plus two strength, AP minus three, damage three. And anything that is wounded by it Gets minus one from all uh, hit rolls for attacks. Wait, oh, wait. Yeah, subtract one from hit rolls for attacks made by model that's lost any wounds from this weapon. So that's for the rest of the game. If you put a wound on something with the sword, it's at minus one to hit for the rest of the game.
1: Okay, that's amazing versus, like, knights. No, just
0: because it. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. The snapping claws. So this is like the step down. This is like the four additional attacks you get at the end of combat. Or rather, you know, you just get in combat. They are strength user, so only strength 6. AP minus 3, damage 3. That's still pretty fucking bonkers. And, oh yeah, if you make a wound rather than 6, plus, it's AP minus 4 rather than AP minus 3. That doesn't matter so much, but still. Um, and that's pretty high. Yeah, this thing is going to deck a lot of things. Like, a lot.
1: Yeah, I feel the brand new Scorpion Mechadendrite Man is about to get chazzed by this thing. <laughs> like, ridiculously
0: chazzed. Yeah, it's going to cost about 160 points, about that, because its Fuck power me. level is 13. Fuck! And that's, no, no,
1: no, 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 that's going to be 260 points. Oh, 260 points. Yeah. Oh
0: god, yeah, of course.
1: 160, that would be fucking crazy. Well, that was
0: like the old price, when they were shit. Yeah, <laughs> which definitely
1: reflected both their shitness and their over Okay,
0: other rules. You know how they have like, that hand which can have a shield and things? Well, we have the rules of what those things are. So there's the ritual knife, which, if I can find it... Oh yeah, basically, if it has a ritual knife, each time it completes a consolidation move, um, it can make an additional number of attacks with this... Oh, that's the wrong bit, sorry. Yeah, each time makes a consolidation move, select one enemy unit within one inch of it and roll 1d6. On a 1, nothing happens. 2 to 5, they suffer one mortal wound. And on a 6, they suffer d3 mortal wounds. That seems terrible. Like You consolidate into a unit and you get the bonus of a mortal wound. Yeah, that's not good. The other options, the Shining Aegis, which is the shield, one would assume, um, if you have a Shining Aegis, uh, roll 1d6 each time it loses a wound, adding 1 to the result if the wound was lost because of a mortal wound. And on a 6+, plus, the model does not lose that wound. So it's a 6+, plus, feel no pain, which is 5+, plus versus mortal wounds. Okay. I not
1: mean, great, that's it's still not great, no.
0: <laughs> the, um, the hand, the option where you have nothing there and you just have these sharp claws... Um, You'll regain D3 lost wounds at the end of the fight phase If any enemy models were slain By wounds caused by The Keeper of Secrets
1: Okay, that's just That's bonkers
0: And I think there's a Warlord trait or Relic You can give Keeper of Secrets um, In the Demon Codex that does something similar So if you had the hand And also that um, Relic or Warlord trait It'd be gaining 2D3 lost wounds Per turn If you kill something
1: I mean, that is just horrific. Not only that. If you think across across two turns, it will regenerate eight wounds, which is half its HP. But yeah, 25% HP every turn it gains. Which
0: is fucking terrifying. It has mesmerizing aura, so if you're trying to attack it in close combat, it's minus one to hit. And it has delicate precision, which is reroll wound rolls of one made for attacks by this model. Okay. Which I. I it, that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, oh, and by that, the way, really there's another thing yeah. you can have in that hand, which is the Sinistrous Whip. Sorry, the, uh, the Living Whip. don't know where I got Sinistrous from. Oh, yeah, that's a Sinistrous mm-hmm. hand. Anyway, the Living Whip, it's a six inch range weapon, assault six, strength six, AP minus two, damage two. Uh, and you can also make attacks while within one inch of an enemy unit. And also can target yeah. enemy units within one inch of friendly units. So it's. That's b- sexy. Yeah, it's basically a six-shot pistol which you can fire into combat.
1: Okay, so would you be in combat with the Keep Your Secrets and then fire the whip at another unit in someone else's combat?
0: Yes, because the usual rules of you can't shoot while well within Good God. an inch of a unit. It that doesn't apply to this, so it can shoot out of its combat into something else, including another combat elsewhere. Okay. With six shots, that would hit on a two plus. At strength six, AP minus two, damage two. What I'm thinking now... Is it has potential 16 attacks in close combat effectively with this living whip?
1: No. No. Two Keeper of Secrets. Mm. Both of them charge a vehicle. Yep. Infantry unit in the middle of them gets hit by 12, strength six, AP minus two, damage Oh, God! Two. <laughs> Like what I'm thinking here, if that means that you can just start, um, like, yeah, they're just going to be anti-chaff, while also being snipers of vehicles and characters and infantry, like elite infantry.
0: Pretty much like the only thing that that's they're amazing bad against is knights, and I say bad in like a really not at all critical way.
1: Well, I mean, the knights still have pretty good, like, one shot potential on this guy for not any value in return.
0: Okay, well, they have, they have 16 wounds. i assuming they have a rapid fire battle cannon and also the um, other one, the Gatling cannon. So the Avenger is going to have 8 hits, which is going to be 5 plus 2 wounds. So it's going to be, like, what, uh, 2.5 wounds, of which it'll be 1.3, then it'll be 2.6 anyway because of the damage. So. The Gatling Cannon will do 6. The Rapid Fire Battle Cannon will be like, sorry. (laughs) Isn't it four wounds? Four wounds from the Gatling Gun? No, because it'll be 2.6 hits. Sorry, 2.6 wounds. And then it'll be four plus. I don't know. Because it's eight hits. Because it's 12 shots. Yeah. 12 shots hitting on threes. Yep. And it's strength. Strength 6 versus toughness 7. Keeper 2. It's toughness 7? Yes. (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> oh. oh! Fuck everything. Okay, I
1: thought this was Toughness 6 the whole time. Wow, okay, that's amazing. All right, now that's that's like 50 points cheaper than the Great Unclean one after the Great Unclean one got a 50-point fucking reduction. Yes. God damn. I... Buff my fat boys, please, for the love of Christ. Make them Toughness 8.
0: Enough <laughs> yeah, shitting that's... around with the points. Just make them Toughness 8.
1: Enough,
0: I say. Be, definitely say. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm happy with the uh, this new stuff, though.
1: And they should one-shot anything on the table. That's not... all free, and you still wouldn't take them. <laughs> yeah. For anyone not in the know, this is a pet peeve of Alnanai's. where people say even if something was for free, you wouldn't take it. Categorically, if anything was for free, you would take it. Yeah. It could be a halfling with a sniper rifle rammed up his ass with strength 2, melee attack, with no AP, and if you could take for free, you would? You'd take as many free of him as you could. Like, I've seen people say, like, even Orc boys, even if they were free, even if they were two points each, I wouldn't take them. Then you, sir, are an idiot. <laughs> Categorically an idiot. An
0: IQ so low, it's ploughing the earth. I, there was a recent discussion on the competitive subreddit, which was about um. somebody's at a tournament, and the per- there was one person they played against, so they're doing this weird thing. Which is like this seems a bit off, and I'm I'm unsure about this. But it was basically somebody was playing Tau. Of course, they fucking were the dirty cheaters. For um, those who don't know, I play Tau. <laughs> the dirty, thinnest cheaters. Basically, for every me like big single shot like rail cannon, he would roll two d six, and it was basically I think he was saying if he rolled a one, he would claim that the other one was a reroll. What yeah, what? yeah it was
1: why it was really did, why weird. do people do this like I know we're off topic now, but why do people cheat in Warhammer? It's just the worst
0: yeah I think it was um if both were one he claimed it was a re-roll or something it was it was extremely weird. Oh, I see oh sorry, I thought you meant he was rolling both dice.
1: And then saying whichever one wasn't the correct one, he just said the other one was a re-roll of the first. Okay, that makes more sense that if he fails both, he says it's a free re-roll. That makes way more sense. I thought this guy was just crazy.
0: (laughs) I I don't know, I I think, I'm not sure, it may have been he was just crazy. I can't remember exactly, either way, it was bizarre. Now, do you want to hear about the special character, Keeper of Secrets? There's a special character. Oh, yes, uh, I do. Have you not? Let me question you a quick picture of the model, because um, I have
1: not seen this model. It's quite I'm jazzed. Good fucking lord. <laughs> Good fucking lord on a bicycle.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. For those of you at home who don't know what we're on about, first of all, go look at it next It's fucking amazing. It's
1: erotic as hell. Yeah. Good God in heaven, I absolutely love everything that's going on there. That spear yep. it's called, it's called Soul a spear Piercer. by the way. It's called a what, sorry?
0: It's called Soul Piercer. Okay. Now what Soul Piercer does it's strength times two. So you know, strength Good God, unless Good they, God. unless um Shalaxi, that's its name. Uh Hellbane. Unless they have a higher strength, which they may do, so it may be strength fourteen. AP minus four, damage D6. And every time you make a wound roll of a six plus for an attack with this weapon, the attack is resolved with the damage characteristic of six rather than D6 if they're targeting a character. Okay. So this thing is made to hunt down and kill characters. Okay. Also, you know how everyone likes to get a bunch of knights and give them warlord traits? Yes. That makes them characters. Oh dear, mm. oh dear, oh dear. Any like plus one to wound strats that you can do on this thing? That's How does this it... guy fare against demon primarchs? That's an interesting question. We'll have to see more of his rules because we don't have like his full data sheet, sadly. We'll I'm really of interested of that, as but... to
1: what his uh, his passives
0: are going to be. Yeah, his passives are going to be nutty. We With hair heavy... like that, he's going to have nutty. Okay, he has mesmerizing aura which is the same minus one to hit while in close combat. He also has the Cloak of Constriction, which is um, anyone trying to target him in close combat, they also get minus one to their wound rolls. Oof! Yeah. Oh, lordy! Okay. He has the shield, so that means, at the very least, he has a six-plus feel-no-pain. It may be better because he's a character. Oh, my God. Yeah. With a fourteen-inch move, sweet Jesus! on oh, if like. they're in, you know, the if they're in this Laneshi detachment thing, remember they can advance and charge. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. So, any, any. Thoughts? I am terrified.
1: I am absolutely terrified.
0: I am stiff as a board. This is,
1: you know, I am. I'm actually really excited. Really excited. For Nurgle versus Sloan and Esh now.
0: As am I. This is It's on. ready.
1: It's on the cards. Yeah. I've got a feeling Nurgle are gonna get the absolute
0: dicking of a lifetime. <laughs> Probably, because But it's jazzy. Yeah. I, here's the thing it's though. Your, your jazzy. greater demons do not compare to these new keeper of secrets, they're beasts. They don't compare to a lot of stuff, bizarrely. <laughs> <laughs> It
1: Turns out having a Since- Six attacks of strength day isn't what it used to be.
0: <laughs> that's like having, that's like having a more. nerf
1: gun in a fucking
0: firefight. <laughs> oh, don't forget, um, all of these guys are psychers. That's fucking jazzy. <laughs> yes, yeah, so all of these guys can okay. smite. and versus Flesh. I am jazzed for custodies. Oh, versus Oh, fuck, Valesh. no. Don't... Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, that's horrifying. Oh, God, they're, like, custom-built to murder Custodes.
1: And that's not a good thing for Custodes. They weren't exactly oh, strong to begin with.
0: No. <laughs> oh, no.
1: They not in the category of needing to be smashed. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't. They absolutely were not. All right, that's fucking awesome. Tyranids. Tyranids don't have that many characters. No, they don't. I mean, it's only on sixes
0: that it does a flat 6. 6 damage. Like, I don't think But it's... that's going to be huge when it happens. Yeah, when it... When it happens it'll be fucking bonkers and again any like bonus to wound strats you can do i can't remember the demon codex stratagems off the top of my head but there's definitely going to be shit you can do where you can use like different spells on it from um zanesh or if you get other factions to give it uh, bonuses like there's there's going to be ways to buff that up yeah it's spooky as is though
1: i don't think GW're going to do this because they never do this for the best shiny boys. But if they made Chaos more like the Imperium, and they just said, hey, have the keywords of the faction. So, like, say, for example, you have Abaddon. Mm. You have the um, Black Legion. Yeah. You could then ally them with Samesh. Well, you can. You can. Yeah. But what I would like is I would like Chaos to be the anchoring keyword so, basically, you could cast spells from each faction on the other factions.
0: You can, depending on the spell. Other than that, corn Yeah, it depends on the spell. Some spells you can do that with, some you can't. Yeah.
1: I also... You know what I'd really love to see? I would love to see more Chaos stuff. A bit more like Starbrand. And a bit more like Nurgle used to be in Warhammer Fantasy Battles. And... Basically, it's where you just have auras that affect everyone. And I'd love it more if demons had auras that affected other demons.
0: Yeah. Well, they because then
1: like I would just love it, love it if... Like... No, no, but imagine, imagine a four-way, as it were. A fatal four-way. A fatal four-way. Now I'm a fatal four-way on the tabletop. <laughs> imagine each player represents their patron god. Because that's going to happen at some point. We both know it. And then imagine this ridiculous maelstrom of overlapping auras and spells and shit going off in the middle. Like, imagine if you could cast spells where it's like every demon within 12 inches gets plus one attack. And it'd just be, it would just be kicking off wild style in a DJ sort of way.
0: I know that some stuff does that, but they're trying to, they try and keep it fairly minimal. But I, I do like it when... I would love I've, it if it's just a yeah.
1: fucking... Crazy. Just a... Yeah. As as a worshipper of chaos, the altar of battle should be supplemented with as many juicy auras as possible. <laughs> and I'm hoping French. I'm hoping Shelaka, or whatever his name is.
0: Shellacsey uh, Hellbane.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Shellac, right? Because he's a French polish now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gorgeous though. Fucking gorgeous. I'm hoping Shellac has got some batty auras. Yeah. So, you know, I, I want Slaanesh to be in a position where... Uh, it, this is kind of what I want from every demon. I want every demon army to be strong, but only use, like, half an army. If that makes sense. Like, I don't... Yeah. like they, they should fulfill a purpose uh, that doesn't cover everything that you need in the game. And I think <laughs> Slaanesh are going to beat that. Because I think they're going to be, like, a
0: very nasty, fast...
1: Possibly hard-hitting... Like, don't I don't know think what the like, character is going to be really
0: like, but... Sorry? I think their characters now pretty brutal, as in these guys and the the upcoming. Oh German.
1: yeah. I'm super excited for that Demon Prince. I know we said it before, but that Demon Prince is so cool. We have. I really love that rules.
0: guy. Oh. Yeah, we have What's more rules name? here.
1: What's his um, name? Febreze, man of action. Uh, Silesk.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. So it is. <laughs> now, <laughs> also, by the way, if if you think that uh, there's not going to be. Emperor's Children with a Supreme Command Attachment of Keeper of Secrow. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be oh horrifying. God. Uh, but anyway, uh, Celeste. So he's part herald, part Demon Prince. He moves nine inches a turn. Good. WS two plus, BS two plus, that's fine. Strength four. Bit underwhelming, maybe. Toughness six. Wounds eight, so he can't be targeted. Attacks eight. Okay, leadership nine save four plus. Now, here's where it gets a little nutty. So, there's with the weapons. They get to attack with both weapons: the axe of dominion and the the scourging whip being wielded by the demonette. How this works is the first time the model fights in the fight phase, it makes attacks with either the whip or the axe. The axe of dominion. Then after it finishes a consolidation move, it can then choose a new target and resolve close combat attacks again, but with the other weapon. I see. So it can go do eight attacks with... Okay, but eight attacks with the whip, say, and then consolidate and do eight attacks with the axe. Now... First of all, it's a Herald Demon Prince combo, so it re rolls ones to hit in an aura and gives plus one strength in an aura, including to itself. So it's strength five technically. The axe is plus three strength, so it's at strength eight. AP minus three, damage three, eight attacks hitting on twos, re rolling ones. The whip is strength user, so it'd be strength 5, AP minus 1, damage 1, and you make D3 hit rolls instead of 1 for each attack made with this weapon. So on average, 16 attacks with that. Sexy. And it has a shooting attack of 6-inch range, assault D6, strength 5, AP minus 2, damage 1. And that can attack into and out of combat. But what this all means is that you can go plowing into the screen, hit it with 18 attacks on average, re-rolling 1s, Kill the screen, consolidate into whatever unit there's behind it, which is slightly tankier, potentially a tank, and then fucking deck it with the axe.
1: But the axe is only
0: strength 5. Well, it's strength plus 3. So it's going to be oh, okay, strength plus eight. 8. AP minus okay. 3, damage 3. This guy is batty as hell. Yes. It's fucking. He's a Celeste sick. out of hell. Like, oh. Good God. Yeah. How, how many, many points? How, their characters now how many points? Scary?
1: I mean, I'd... that is a ridiculous amount of attacks, and I'm an Orc player. Hmm. That is re- ridiculous. <laughs> Given that most characters probably have an average of about five across the whole game, five.
0: Yeah. This
1: guy just knocks that out of the park with 16. Holy shit. Depending on how many points he is.
0: Remember, It's 16 on average with the whip and then an additional 8 with the axe. So that's 24. With a potential maximum of 32. Good God. Not including the shooting attacks, which would take it to 38 attacks in one turn. Maximum. (laughs) Okay, there is going to be
1: someone that rolls that. (laughs) And some poor bugger
0: is going to get... Barked. Look, Henry, you know if I get him, you know it's going to be me. You know I'm going to be that bugger. I mean, you could even command
1: point reroll that. If you rolled the one, I would command point reroll that. Because if you've got the three, you're just going to deck something.
0: Oh, no, it's D3 per attack, I think. Oh, I see. Yeah. So okay. th- that does mean it averages out. And also, yeah, I was going to say, do, well, I re-roll. mean, still,
1: still someone's going to roll that big boy. Yeah, still someone is going to. That mucho mucho number, dinero. Yeah, how many points is he? We don't know. Well, they? we don't know his points. I've got a feeling he's gonna be undercosted. Yeah. Just gonna say it now. From this distance, that profile. I don't think
0: he's gonna be undercosted. Because like that I don't know how how high you have to cost that before it starts being unreasonable.
1: Yeah, I mean the big thing is just the fact that he's wounds eight and he's in yeah. a an army that every.
0: An army that what, sorry?
1: houses And can just be smashing shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. just wrecking phenomenal amounts of
0: shit. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. It's scary amounts of wreckage. Like, good God, this guy is...
1: Like, I'm just wrapping my brain around how much damage this guy can do as just a character.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it is the, you make one set of attacks, then consolidate, then make the others. Which is
1: insane. Okay. But can you use the same profile? Uh, sorry, can you consolidate into like the same unit and just fight the same unit twice with yep. both?
0: Now, the, the limitation is you must have declared um, the units you know, a target in the charge phase. So you can't consolidate yep. into a unit you didn't declare the charge on and then attack them. You can consolidate into them, but you can't attack. That's the only limitation here.
1: I'm concerned that you can declare charges as anything within 12. I think you're going to be pretty
0: safe. Yeah, pretty pretty fucking safe. Remember I mean, does means- this
1: mean... Does this mean they're going to balance this by introducing a really fucking insane Overwatch faction? I don't know, something like akin to Tao, but maybe a bit better.
0: <laughs> but remember we now have the option of taking like three Vindicars. That's if this man counts as infantry, which he may not. If he doesn't count oh, as infantry, mm. then he's completely fucking bonkers.
1: Yeah, but also only the Imperium could take that.
0: Yeah. Well yeah.
1: Like I'm thinking as a oak player. This guy is just gonna wreck my mega knobs, he's gonna wreck my boys. Yeah. Good fucking god, this is gonna be awful. Like when they first released the um not Boom Deck, it's Nazwagon, um, Deathkiller Wardtrike. I thought it was gonna be really unfun. Chiefly because it's got like a 16-inch move, less than 10 wounds. I think it's 9 or 8.
0: It's it's... like you can just hide
1: this thing constantly. Yeah. And just be a real pain and then charge the units you want to charge. Like, I thought it'd be pretty unfun. And I think it has the potential to be. I would argue that it's not actually good enough to be unfun. Yeah. (laughs) That would be my argument. Whereas this guy, this guy seems like he's definitely good enough to be unfun. (laughs) Like, imagine if you got 60 plague bearers in front of him. You don't need them to do damage. Like, Is this guy better than Smite Spam? Is he better than Smite Spam on his own? <laughs> <laughs> it's a batty amount of damage. I, I We're not going to do it now. We're not going to do it now. But I do want to do the maths on this guy. Yeah. Because I really want to like get a ballpark feel of where this guy is going to be. Like, has Abaddon just been retired?
0: <laughs> Ab- Abaddon has, like, bet better auras and things. But for, yeah. for like, up-close murdering, probably this chap. That is just insane. Because he, okay. he has the inch move, he then the advance, then charge. So he's going to be wherever you kind of need him to be. He's a speedy boy.
1: And this is worrying. This is very worrying. Is it... is, G- is GW finally getting its act together and giving Chaos some much-needed buffs?
0: So it's fucking giving Slanesh some buffs for the first fucking time in... In years. Yeah, like, in Slanesh years. is looking yep. slightly respectable.
1: To be fair, if they re-released Slanesh and Slanesh weren't a little bit OP, just a little bit, I would be upset. Yeah. If they were perfectly balanced, I'd be like, yeah, okay, this is fine. This is good for the game. If they were underpowered, which is what I would one hundred percent expect, I'd be like, "Nah, fuck you, GW." I mean, we'll still get the models. Don't get me wrong; you can have my money. <laughs> but <laughs> speaking I'm, of underpowered, no, though, bad.
0: That mirror. Yes, we have. Yes, we have, we have some things about the mirror. Okay. Okay, so basically, it can cast and deny two powers a turn. It's a big psychic. And it gains a bone. It has the Gift of Power, which basically adds one to all of its psychic tests and Deny the Witch tests. Which, to be fair, isn't bad. And... Yes. Uh, basically, anytime it suffers a mortal wound, roll a d6. On a 2+, plus, the mortal wound is ignored. So it's pretty much immune to perils and counter-smiting. Uh, which also makes it an interesting unit against smite spam armies because so you can march it up front and then it'll just like absorb all the smites wait how many denies i can it make uh it can deny, it can deny too, but the thing is if it's the closest unit and the smites go into it it ignores mortal wounds on a two plus uh
1: yeah i mean you're you know, probably gonna you have it good? multiple it's still not good. No, you probably have to take multiple, and it's still not good.
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I wouldn't recommend it. It has like, um, was it horrible fascination? Okay. Any, 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 uh, any enemy unit within six of um, a model with this ability, if it wants to fall back, it must roll three d six, and it can only fall back if the total is less than the highest leadership characteristic in that unit. Okay, so it can stop people falling back, but it kind of has to be up close to do it. And finally, it has um, Phantasmagoria, which is a spell of its own. (laughs) Or is it a spell of its own? Is this Power from the Zanesh Discipline. Uh, So I can't remember if it's in the book or not. Either way, Warp Charge value of 6. If manifested, enemy units must subtract 1 from their leadership characteristic until the start of the next Psychic phase, while they're within 12 of the Psyker, which is a bit crap, but it does kind of go with Horrible Fascination.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Coupled with Power.
0: That makes that... A lot better in conjunction. I'd still say it's not good. Okay. Crazy thought.
1: Crazy thought. Yeah, because it looked like wank, but crazy (laughs) crazy thought. here. Crazy, crazy thought. (laughs) What if somehow you are against Tau? Now, I'm going to create just a a microcosm of a beautiful event. Mm. You crash against the tide wall. you then somehow <laughs> have these the mirrors you somehow survive the Overwatch, you then have these mirrors and then that Tau gunline that relies on running away to survive cannot do so and you can just consolidate and consolidate and consolidate to into fair, new units of Tau
0: that is horrifying for Tau
1: that is, and also there'll be leadership six, and they got to beat that with three D six. They got to get lower. That's going to be tough for them. Yeah, like that. That excites me. That would be pretty damn jazzy. Like imagine, like this mass. It's like imagine Kashyyyk from Star Wars three, only a lot better. Uh, so it's just a huge beach with all the the towel firewall there. The rain came down hard on the tower. They're waiting by the seafront, waiting for the enemy. And suddenly these serpentine mirrors are just shooting up through and the demons spawning in. Not even coming out of the water, they're just spawning in. I don't know why we're on a beach with this, but fuck it, it's cool.
0: Basically, And then
1: just the transfixing gaze as it, the sands turn to a sort of carnal red.
0: Okay, the fuck ways that. that this mirror could work. A, it has to be cheap. It does have... It, if it was ten points, you wouldn't take it. <laughs> Okay, it has just to be has to be relatively cheap. If it's a character with less than ten wounds, it could work. If it's a character with less than ten wounds, but also, um,
1: like some way to take more than three, I don't think it's going to be character. I think it's just going to be. Oh no, it might be. It might be because the way that characters work in eighth, I forgot.
0: It maybe. I doubt um, it's going to be. It's going to be like a light vehicle equivalent. I reckon. But the thing which I'd say, if it is like a light vehicle equivalent, which it probably will be, um, you have to have like a bunch of keeper of secrets drawing the heavy fire, and then it may just be that this thing isn't targeted that much, because this does actually boost up the value of demonettes a little bit. Demonettes are yeah. still bad, and probably you want to be having like a different, like infantry close combat unit, to be charging anyway from like a different faction. And then have this as like a backup to make sure they can't run away from that unit, which is more effective than demonets. But yeah.
1: Or you go for the crazy strategy, which is you combine them with Alpha Legion and have all the negative leadership auras. (laughs) And then suddenly your enemy is like minus leadership six, which means they're just going to take off D6 dudes. Yeah. Which can be very punishing. You know what I would like to see? This is, again, just randomly off-topic here, But if you had Alpha Legion, I'd love to see them come with a strategy or stratagem or something where they could just pe- force people to take a leadership test. Because the way that leadership tests work now is you don't even need a goal of the leadership test. You just force a leadership test and they'll lose people because yeah. of your degen aura.
0: Like, that would suddenly be cool. All of a sudden. And it would give the like negative leadership strats a bone because they're underloved, and underpowered.
1: Yeah, like it, you're just better at just beating someone's face
0: in. Yeah.
1: Also, the mirrors are going to be completely useless versus corn. Just going to say it now. Completely useless.
0: <laughs> oh no, they can't oh. run away. They were never gonna.
1: <laughs> and if you were gonna run away, shame on you. You do not belong as a corn
0: commander. Yeah, that is just not how it's done.
1: You don't do that. You shed blood, you take skulls, deal with it.
0: That is the Zlaneshi portion of uh, this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Now, I have another topic I'd like to cover. Titanicus. Now. Bam, bam, bam,
1: bam. (laughs) How many times can we use that before we get sued?
0: Uh, I I
1: I imagine this podcast flies so low under the radar we could pretty much use anything as so long as it's just us singing it and not the actual What,
0: what, what was that three-hour segment where you're just playing audio from Jurassic Park 1 and 2? It's fine. Their lawyers aren't going to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just
1: the whole like soundtrack of the film just plays through.
0: <laughs> us claiming that we wrote it. This is uh, something we Just uh, quietly composed the uh, entire track
1: here. to Jurassic Park. (laughs) Wow, these guys are good.
0: (laughs) Somebody should make a film with this. Anyway. Okay. So, Titanicus happened. And I was really interested because giant, stumpy robots and, you know, intricate, awkward, fiddly bits. But there were concerns, primarily that... It sort of turned up with one set which was, Hey look, it's the introductory kit where you can get a warlord, some knights, and not much else. What else is available? Really nothing else right now. And it very much came across as they were testing the waters. And it was kind of a matter of, will will people like this? And will there be a demand for this? As to whether or not it would get more. So, you know, I have a separate complaint. Mm.
1: My complaint was the fucking cost of it. It's Necromunda. Ch- Necromunda is 30 quid, 30 English pounds, and you're away. You have an army. You have a force. You can participate. All right, there's the rulebook. There's the dice. There's the table. There's the electricity. Blah, blah, blah. Come Give me a break. Titanicus... It was like, hey, get the new starter pack. 260 quid. That's not. It was. It, for no, two Reaver Titans and three Warlords, it it's was 260 quid. quid. That's 100 quid.
0: It is not. I, it is not. I am at the store page right now. Go to the store page. For a, for a Warlord Titan. Yes. And a Reaver and two Warhounds. Yes. It is the grand cost of... £100.
1: Okay, that's still a lot.
0: That is still a lot. If you want that with a complete rule set and some terrain and dice and templates and cards and other bits of terrain features and um, transfers, it's £160. And then there's the uh, Grand Master Edition, which is the thing I mentioned earlier, which was just the two warlords and some knights and terrain and all the rules and stuff like that. That is £175. Pounds. They're bringing it back because basically, it turns out that there was a lot of interest in Titanicus. The Grandmaster Edition made they made 10,000 copies for the last one, and they all sold out. And now, Titanicus has been getting expansions lately. Not only that, we've now got models for Reavers, we've got models for Warhands they've started releasing um, because in in the rule books they have like mentions of other weapons and stuff that don't come on the sprues, I think the sprues for the warlords and so on only have one weapon set oh pardon me, and what they're doing is they're selling sprues for the other weapons which excites me greatly because they could have very easily just gone hey look, buy a different warlord with different weapons, because that's how G-dubs tends to do things they'd make you buy a whole other kit. Not this time. Like, they're actually going, yeah, you can just buy sprues to replace them with. Okay, that's nice. The models themselves have, like, um, gaps in them for magnets, so they're really easy to magnetise. And they they had two expansions come out this year. There was Titan Death, which uh, came out in January. And this basically adds in a whole bunch more rules for... Um, was it, it was a campaign play? They've added in more um, guidelines for maps and terrain types. They have four more maniples. And now maniples were the, um, basically your guidelines as to what units you take. And they'll give you a bonus. Like I know there was one, which was you get a reaver and then some warhounds. And whenever an enemy titan has like their void shield stripped, your reaver gets to fire one free shot at it. And I know that in the new maniples, um, I can't remember the name of it, there's one here which is the Regia, which may be it, where basically you have two warlords, and the idea being that you know they are the <laughs> the king and the queen, as it were. It's like that's quite cool. Um, I think they've also got like more factions as well. Like there's that, a whole big expansion focused on said titans, and the new one, Doom of Moloch, again more shit, and uh, this one's more focused around um, extra stuff for knight houses. So you're little tiny dudes in this game. You get a whole bunch uh, more rules for different factions of them. You get more rules on Titan Legions again. Do you get maniples? Yep, you get new maniples. And then the bit which I sort of saw and went, oh my fucking god. They now have rules for a Beast Hunt matched play mission, including rules for three different beasts. Okay. Which I sort of look at and go, that's... That's a nice indicator for the direction they're to, they're trying to take Titanicus right now. Like they've added a lot of shit to this game.
1: I mean, one of the things that I am a little bit less happy about, shall we say, is the fact that um back with Epic, you got the Titans and you got armies. And that was fucking cool. Now, as Titanic stands, it's just Titans. Just Titans, fine. Mm. It's given away in their name. Now, if they could expand that back to Epic, and you could have armies as well as the Titans, I would be 100% on board. The fact, it's just the Titans. And also, there's a big problem where Titans, very understandably, Unlike 40k, the bigger a titan is, it's like an exponential curve, right? Mm. So Warlord Titan versus its own amount of points in knights will beat the knights very easily. don't think it will. Based on reports by other people. (laughs) I have not played the game myself, but everyone basically says the the, the, the bigger the titan, just the much better it is.
0: Like oh, no, like for point been, efficiency, I've been checking out bat reps recently and there's a fair few people saying, you know, warlords aren't that much. They're, they're having doubts about the warlord being worth it. Like it brings a lot of firepower, but it is slow and immobile. I've seen people, like there's debates about loadouts for things which are also wildly different. Like um, some people advocating, yeah, take a reaver with a chain fist. It's like, that's okay. <laughs> All right. I know that when there was an interview with the lead designer, he said that there was one person who They'd be like doing 2,000 points games and he would turn up with just a shit ton of warhounds. Uh, he did lose, but it was a lot closer than you would expect.
1: Okay. Still,
0: I mean, you know, still I think, not convinced about the balance of the game. Still not convinced. part of the issue was with the initial set, with it just being the warlords, like one warlord each and three knights each, was that... Everything was... Well, the, the warlords are way too tanky to be dealt any damage in the missions that gave you. I think they gave you, like, three-turn missions. And the warlords aren't built with, like, Titan shield stripping weaponry. So they didn't really do any damage to each other. And the knights are in too small the numbers to do anything useful. So it was just... A lot of the back reps from that time were two warlords walked at each other and then not much happened. Yeah. Whereas... If you, if you look at the more recent ones, that gets a fair bit more interesting. People are starting to mess around with loadouts and bring different things.
1: I'm having the different loadouts is awesome. Yeah. Um, because I definitely think when it first came out, there was a lot of just mirror matchups, and that's extremely boring to me. Yeah. Like, really boring, because it just comes down to, okay, who goes first and who rolls the better dice. But the guy who goes first wins... If the guy rolls better, the guy who rolls better wins because it's a mirror matchup. There's no kind of, but like, there's not a lot of room for misplay when you've only got about four models. I think, personally, like I think you have to work hard to misplay.
0: Oh, look, it has the um, nice thing with like Battlefield Gothic, where mistakes you made a turn ago or two turns ago are going back to haunt you because you started positioning the wrong way and they've capitalized yeah. on it. Like it. Oh, there's also the um, something which I really quite like is that you pick like a hidden bonus objective at the start of the mission. So each person will have a hidden objective they're trying to fulfill. Which adds like an extra thing to the missions. The one thing I will say against that mm. is I love
1: that. I love that from a rules point of view. But 99.99999% of the times that I've seen a hidden objective used and tried to use hidden objectives in my games, it's just ignored. It just becomes, fuck it, I'll do the main objective and try and kill you. <laughs> like, all the time. The amount of games I've seen in the shop, in the local gaming store, where it's how everyone's honest, everyone wants to have their secret objectives and play them, Quite literally every single person goes, nah, fuck it. And then the one tower guy gets like a secret objective where it's like, "Mm, shoot someone to death. And it's like, well, that lined up nicely.
0: (laughs) In this game, you pick them and one of them is literally just kill the other person. You get like bonus points for every, you get bonus points equal to the size of the Titan you kill. So Warhounds are worth six, Reavers are worth eight and Warlords are worth ten. And I saw a back rep where somebody picked that against somebody who picked the hidden mission to carry some cargo to the enemy's deployment zone. And they lost. Like, I I think they've... Because these things are sufficiently tanky, like, these... From what I've seen, the back reps don't tend to end with one side being tabled. You definitely will lose things, things will die, things will get broken. You will have your Titan's leg shattered and it stumbles off in a direction but it doesn't seem like it's a tabling affair.
1: No, I do really um, the Titan Houses, as well as the Night Houses. Oh, sorry, Titan Maniples. Um And I think it could be really fucking awesome to do, I guess. Mm. Not going to lie, it does sound pretty fucking awesome. So it's something I
0: but, quite like.
1: I I've just, I'm really worried that it will be too samey. Like the games would just be too samey, because I, the units are so similar. Like I think you'd have to go for entirely wild builds.
0: I think the thing which helps, but everyone wants a warlord is that with the there's the maniples and there's the factions, and they allow you to play quite differently. The way that you, you can change your force quite a lot, by just like say. ...changing the loadout of your Warlord Titan. Because that will then change how you play elsewhere as well. And with that, like, it's... Also, like, you can do interesting things where... um, ...I know that there's one Maniple based around having three Warlords... ...or up to three Warlords. Because um, with each Maniple, there's a minimum requirement for... ...what's in it. So it may be um, two Warlords and then a Warhound... And then the maximum version will be three warlords and two warhands. There is like, I know that one of the factions basically goes, yeah, if you pick these guys, one of the bonuses they give you is you can swap out one thing in your mana pool for an additional warlord. So you could potentially bring four warlords to that battle. There seems to be like quite a few interesting things you can do with the. Like, okay. Well, to me, they've given a lot of rules to make using the same models different, kind of like the knight codex in that there's a lot of extra fluff in there. And as much as it's expensive at the same time you can get like a like say for example you bought the rules for £35 and then you bought two of the Titan battle groups giving you two warlords, two reavers and four warhounds that is cheaper than a 40 k army by it is some way it is but it's
1: also less popular and less versatile because you can take your 40k army mm. and you could probably find at the very least a dozen if you live near a shop of games workshop people that you can play against
0: yeah but i
1: know for a fact at the local gaming i think there's one guy that bought tigers That that turns up. Like, I think loads of them bought the box as soon as it came out because it was sold out on day one. But nobody goes to the shop to play it. Nobody. I never see some guy rock up and, like, hey, let's play Titanicus. Like, you need to have an established group and you need to sit down with everyone and say, hey, let's spend 300 pounds each on this niche game. That's the bit which makes that that's the bit that makes me less excited about it like it could be an amazing game could be worth but it's it is a really heavy investment for something that could be pretty um mm.
0: exclusive on the other hand
1: that makes sense on the other hand it's baller
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand it's fucking baller like it's <laughs> you have like you know how we we complain about what they've done to vehicles this is like where they went hey we know we know that some of you out there are unhappy with the Astrid Delta Vehicles, it's fine. We have one of the most in depth things about giant mechs fighting. I, well I let's let's get one thing straight.
1: If they did Titanicus where the vehicles just had fucking wounds. It...
0: I believe you've cut out. I
1: was saying that if you did Titanicus, yep, and they only had wounds on the models, it would be terrible.
0: It'd be fucking awful.
1: It would be terrible. It would be a rolling dice simulator <laughs> or a dice rolling sim- simulator. Is,
0: they have firing arcs which matter. Um, if a terrain piece is half the size of your Titan. It can walk through it because okay like that's that's really tidy. jazzy i
1: do fucking yeah. love that
0: a lot of the I rules really are like that. that um there's you know the carapace mounted weapons like the huge shoulder mounted rocket launchers on the warlords if yep. you're of a certain size within a certain range it can't fire them at you because you're too close Okay, that's like back in the old days, yeah. I mentioned earlier how um if like your leg gets if it, one of your titan's legs gets crippled, you'll roll a scatter die and a d10 or a d6 to determine how far it stumbles and in what direction can it collide
1: into another titan?
0: I believe it can, yes. It has blast templates and flamer templates.
1: Okay. But, but Necromunda.
0: I'm saying, why not both? Necromunda
1: is so fucking good. Why not both? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, we could do both. We could do I both. Mean,
0: there's there's a new Grandmaster Edition coming out. Guys at home, <laughs> support Titanicus.
1: I mean, let's be honest. Anyone that plays 40k does want a Titan.
0: Mm. They Fact. do. Fact. For those of you following, Forge at home, World.
1: This is the- bargaining stage this is the bargaining stage forge world you have to sell your semen i don't think many, do. times, <laughs> many times many times <laughs> to be able to afford like it is a grand it is a grand right now i enjoy 40k i do spend money on 40k but when you have to sit down and justify a grand. It's like hmm, I could put this towards you know, real life <laughs> which a grand is a fucking lot of money or I could have a very special boy <laughs> a very big special boy that will boy. make me happy yeah, that I'll never get to play with that is completely shit on the tabletop <laughs> the rules for them are just complete wank, you'll yeah. have to play it because it's like 4,000 fucking points Titanicus is the solution you do then get to have a warlord that can sit on your desk and not block your whole space. You won't cry as you have to become homeless because you've spent all your money on a fucking walker. Which would <laughs> be worth... Yeah. I mean, I've seen them in the flesh and yeah. they are absolutely go- glorious. They, they are god engines. Like, I, I can't express how fucking badly... I wanted to smash the display cabinet and run, giggling, out of Warhammer World with a stolen Titan. Like honestly, I'm I'm not a criminal. And know the last episode might uh, say, people otherwise.
0: But you've been ordered to say that we're not a criminal.
1: Yeah, like you know, I could be in a shop about cameras. I could be a shop about uh, you know. General Warhammer I could be in a shop with clothing whatever and I'm like, I'm not gonna just steal something I it doesn't come through my mind. where I'm like man. I really want to just steal that.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it just doesn't happen The moment I laid eyes on it. I thought I want to put my hands on it <laughs> I want to have it It needs to be mine and the only thing stopping me is that glass <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I could make it out. Like, <laughs> I used to be a sprinter. I'm probably 75% of that now. Nobody would react in time. Nobody expects a man to just punch through glass to steal a model. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a surprise. It would be on my side. I-, I can see it now. I can see it <laughs> before my eyes. It was this beautiful unpainted resin. This verdant oh, landscape ready for painting ready to bear my heraldry. But it's a grand! It's a fucking grand! (laughs) Like, Like, you could buy several used cars for that amount of money and compare a car to a fucking... Like, (laughs) like,
0: uh, look, the, the used car is temporary. The warlord is eternally glorious. And it
1: would be, but you just wouldn't... You'd never get... Like the amount of money I spend on Warhammer, right? The amount of money that I spend on Warhammer does not is not at all justified by the amount of time I spend playing it. Like you think an army is three hundred quid, at least roughly. Like at least, yeah, at least. And you think how often do you really play with it? Like even you know a good fifty times in the year. I mean, you're still like 50
0: you're times still worried year like out. That, that'd be good because you know that's like. That's once a week, nearly. Yeah, that's... Uh, Which is pretty good. Actually, that's that's pretty good. I, yeah. I oversold once, it. But... Once a week would be good. That, that was like, that's good value for money at that stage. It's like, what, a quid? Yeah, okay, I'd say that's good, because you've got to build it and everything, yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: The Warlord, though, is a grand that you're unlikely <laughs> to, to get even one game it. a year yeah. worth.
0: Like, good God... I, think, I imagine Good if you God. got one, you would just like, like retreat gleefully into your workshop and disappear for like three months, and just emerge with this warlord that you've maimed, uh, named, 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 <laughs> named. I'm not gonna lie, I have hovered on Forge World over that add
1: to shopping cart. <laughs> like, I don't have the means to justify it,
0: <laughs> but it's like. You could go without food for a year. There was like a solid week where <laughs> you were just discussing the value and worth of having a Warlord Titan. <laughs> it's like, you know, keep me busy. Like, you know, it, it'd be a project. It would look great.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I really wanted it. Like, I still do. I still do. There's this fever inside of me. you said like, um, down
0: to you. <laughs> just like what if I just get one of the weapons? Like, have it as like a scenery piece? <laughs>
1: I did, I did.
0: <laughs> but okay, but
1: that's that's the other thing that scares me. That's the other thing that scares me about Titanicus is, is it the gateway drug? Do you get the Warlord? You're like, I really like this model. This is cool, but I wish it was ten times bigger.
0: <laughs> oh wait, I can have that. But well, I spent like you know like eighty quid on a starter kit, and if I if I get like that Princeps kit to get you know another Warlord and this and the other, that's like that's like two hundred quid I've spent. And that's like a fifth of a warlord and you know like exactly i could i could exactly. just i could just get a warlord and not eat and at that point
1: you may as well <laughs> yeah like, it's the same like instead of, of getting way. five people into the titanicus when you all pitch together by one warlord everyone gets to have it for a week <laughs> <laughs> and bask in its glory if only i could be so grossly incandescent okay I, I still haven't seen um the actual titanicus models in the flesh yet this is how secretive the local um, players are with it. Like, literally, there were, I think there was ten boxes in the store. They sold out, and they just, like, ran off into the night. Their boxes, never to be seen again, because I still haven't seen one in the shop.
0: Oh, they look fucking gorgeous, though. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the, the rotating model of uh, the Titanicus Warlord. I,
1: I'm not gonna lie. It is right up our alley. It is classic 40k. gay. is touching back on epic. Um,
0: uh, That's the thing. Like, if G Dubs keeps on doing these quality other games, which cater to those needs, those specific needs of mine, then <laughs> I'm not as upset about Eighth as I was. I, yeah. This
1: is the other danger. Because we're, we're kind of niche bastards. Um, we are
0: niche bastards.
1: Like, even with Necromunda, with Necromunda, I was so tempted to just go, like, this is going to be the hobby from now on, just Necromunda. It hasn't happened, because I still love Death Guard. Um, but, like, there's there's definitely some good stuff coming. Like, Necromunda, they've still got more stuff coming out, which I want all of. I want all of it.
0: Do you know that they um, also have these Serastus Knights now? in titanicus yes they're also sexy they are sexy they look a little bit
1: strange in titanicus so i don't know why given that i have two of them <laughs>
0: <laughs> look
1: these are ones you'll actually use <laughs> these are ones that it could be used i mean one of them is still like, by the way i bought one of these guys from ebay right? i got him super cheap so i was really happy but my god i spent probably <laughs> like 80 hours not exaggerating 80 hours of my time putting it together because everything was wrong with this model like I understand why they sold it on ebay now and it's genuine forge world that's the scary part
0: <laughs> it wasn't like a, a recast or
1: a cheaper it wasn't thing. like one of the easy casts. it's proper forge world and good god in heaven does the forge fucking cast suck like I've got one that was from forge world and this one the one from Forge Rod, not too much of a tricky bitch. It was mostly okay. There was a little bit of stuff that I had to do. With. This one, like, it's together now. <laughs> there is so much rod work in it. There's so much fucking super glue. There's so much shaving down, reforming, bringing stuff, hopes, prayers, dreams. <laughs> like, you have no idea, like, now how. Now much... it is solid. I have dropped it multiple times and it is solid. But the one day that it breaks, i would just be like, fuck it, it's gone now. It's gone. There's only so
0: much time before I'm fuck it. Fuck this thing. The amount of hatred he had for this was unreal. Like, it, it was... When they say passion project, it was out-and-out out burning hatred he had for this model for those 80 hours across however many months for finally... When it's finally done and hasn't fallen apart since. He's like a proud father. <laughs> It's like, yeah, and it fucking... has changed
1: it has changed yeah but it went from an enemy to a friend
0: <laughs> but did it become a friend when like, you good dropped God, it and this... realized it didn't break yeah it did like it
1: now has this cute feature of like hunting down in a low predatorial stoop it has this great feature where if you knock it now it will fall and it just rolls over <laughs> Like, somehow I've made it like a bionicle or something, where it's like <laughs> a perfect curve from the feet to the back to the front. So it just goes
0: like. <laughs> I think I've seen that happen. That you casually not just like forward roll and just lands like just happily on its back. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. So, I mean, that
1: guy's awesome. Uh, I do. I have to say, though, like, these four-year-old big boys. Because the Serastis are good value for money. Don't, don't come at me with logic. They're good value for money. <laughs> this are for half the price, right? Hmm. Like, size matters. They are fucking awesome to possess. Like, I do fucking love my Serastis knights. Like,
0: just all day, every day. But
1: I never get to use them. Because there's no, there's no enemy for them.
0: I can think of three knights...
1: I mean, we could have an absolute bowler time with knights. <laughs> we could
0: <laughs> get our friends but, like, yeah, we'll do we'll do another uh, an- another four way where you have your armies and we bring these knights and these knights, and then they'll hit us. Yeah,
1: we'd lose our only hobbying friends.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> okay, but they're they're fucking awesome, and that's one thing that is just, I mean, it, it's this indescribable thing of the hobby enthusiast that the Warlord can ignite your passions. <laughs> Just saying. In, in the plastic, they are fucking awesome. Uh, in the resin. So, Titanicus might be the solution. It might be the itch to the craving, or it might be the start of the rabbit hole.
0: And on that note, I believe it's probably time to end. I've been Alan.
1: And I've been Rüdiger B. Hazely. Marlodict.